Good morning. Good morning. morning. Hi. Today's text is Hebrews chapter 11. Still, we are on the theme of following, following Jesus, following God. And here we see how following God requires faith, of course. We need to believe. So sometimes we talk a lot about wisdom, prudence, uh, insights, uh, being convinced about certain truths. We try to convince people intellectually, but intellectual agreement also uh, reasoning keep people go only so far. It would not make them take risk of their lives. So what is required of someone who wants to really follow Jesus? It is faith. So here the verse 1 and 2 goes, Now faith is assurance of things hopeful, the conviction of things not seen. For by it the people of old received their commendation. So you can see here, assurance and conviction come from faith. Of course, it should start with hope and things not visible we are convinced about, but ultimately we have to have faith to be assured and to be convicted. So with that, we are commanded by God. And then even when it comes to issue of uh, God's existence, God's creation, we need to believe. Here, verse 3, by faith, we understand that the universe was created by the word of God so that what is seen was not made out of things that are visible. So faith trumps reasoning, everything else. And we know without faith, we cannot please God. And the verse 6 talks about what it is that we should put faith in. There are two things very clearly uh, stated. Right? First, God's existence, God's presence in our life. It's not just about being convinced about God's existence in general. It's about how we believe, truly believe God is present in our lives. God is watching us. God is looking down on us even now. Um, that will make a lot of difference, but it requires faith. Right? Because we don't see God, we don't feel that way naturally. Uh, but with faith, we can acknowledge that truth because that is actually true. And second, we need to believe that God responds to our good deeds, to our seeking after God. So every time we do something good for God, we sacrifice something for God, there is a reward. God responds to that with his favor, with his reward. But that's something we need to believe. And then the reward may not come in this life, but surely it will come after we die. So there will be reward for everything that we do for God. With faith in these two things, now uh, we can live our lives uh, following God. I wanted to look at the big picture that emerges out of this chapter, asking myself, what is faith? What did the heroes of faith do? That was such an example of faith. And here are some key words that I found in the text. Abel offered to God a more acceptable sacrifice than Cain. He gave an offering that was more acceptable to God and that was attributed to him as faith. It makes us think about what kind of offering we are giving to him. Number two, Noah, in reverent fear, constructed an ark for saving of his household. He believed in God's warning about the flood that was to come and put a lot of effort in building something that seemed ridiculous to other people. Three, Abraham obeyed and went out, not knowing where he was going. 
It makes us think about how we feel anxious, not knowing if we'll be sent out or staying, feeling unsettled as 2021 church planting picture has not rolled out yet. Number four, Abraham offered up Isaac when he was tested, believing that God will raise him again. Are we willing to offer what's most important for us, the most precious in our lives? Number five, Moses refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter and chose to be mistreated with the people of God than to enjoy the fleeting pleasures of sin. Now looking at what they have done, surely they made very difficult choices, all because they trusted God and prioritized God's word above everything else. These all died in faith, not having received the things promised. I was thinking how faith is costly. If we trust and obey God, we experience a lot of costs, and that doesn't mean we receive things promised. And yet, why did the heroes of faith obey God, paying such high costs to do so? Because they had faith. They knew that their faith pleased God, and they were looking toward the ultimate home in heaven. They knew they can trust God's love for them no matter what they experience on earth, and it cannot compare to their ultimate home, the better country that they were seeking, a homeland as in verse 14. I was thinking about Roja, Bessie's ISMP non-Christian mentee who attended Vision. I wasn't sure how she will respond to the message and testimonies on John 9, the cost of following Jesus as a non-Christian. But I heard that she responded by saying, I think God is real. I wonder why did she think that God is real? Maybe because Nancy chose to disappoint her parents by staying in Berkeley. Maybe because Jerry chose to accept the consequences of prioritizing his commitments to God with less research and publications for his career. I think she came to have conviction that it's real by seeing that people are paying the costs. It boils down to, do I really believe? It's concerning that many times we are serving, even going on church plants, because it's doable and it seems the right thing to do. I think with Hebrews 11, we really have to ask ourselves, do I really believe this? Do I really believe in heaven and hell? Do I really believe in a life of sharing the gospel, no matter what the cost? I think we really need to search our hearts. Yeah, it looks like taking a step of faith and paying cost making costly choices, that's how we would come to know whether or not we truly believe. Yeah. There is always doubt, right? But when mm-hmm. we make choice following our faith, based on our faith, that actually assures that we have faith. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Too deep. <laughs> <laughs> Too profound. <laughs> okay, that concludes our DT sharing. Okay. Bye. Bye.